right? Sleep hygiene refers to the healthy sleep habits that we practice. Good sleep hygiene is important because of how crucial it is, which we talk about all the time, of getting good sleep for our mental, physical, and emotional well-being and our overall quality of life as a whole. Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 146 of the Balance Period podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and set the best example possible for our next generation of what it means to live a happy, healthy wholehearted life. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Shield, aka Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right, we're starting off this episode just like all of the rest with a mindful moment. I'm going to hand the floor over to Nick and he is going to take us through a brief breathing exercise that will help us reconnect to the here. And now Nick, go ahead and take it away. Yep. So like Ray just said, it's something to help us connect to the here and now. It's something that's quick and simple and that you can do pretty much anytime, anywhere. So let's get started. It's going to be three breaths. And I'm going to talk us through it. So sit up straight. Let's take one deep breath just to get ready. Go ahead. Deep inhale. Slow exhale. All right. So in this first inhale, all I want you to do is feel the air coming in. Breathe in nice and slow. I'll count us down and we'll get started. I'm going to walk us through. Three, two, one. Nice, slow inhale. Feel the air come into your lungs. And once you feel yourself full of air, feel your feet grounded in the ground and exhale. Good. And on the next inhale, feel that air come into your lungs again. And then once you're full of air, exhale and feel the weight of your clothes against your skin. And on that next inhale, feel the air going into your lungs. And as soon as you're full of air, exhale and feel your spine stand up straight. Perfect. And I thank you all for this mindful moment. And I hope it's something that is able to help you all on your journey when you feel overwhelmed. Oh. Yeah, and talk a little bit about the significance behind bringing our awareness to things like our contact that we're making to the floor and the clothes on our bodies. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I like those um, examples just because it's something that I didn't hear a whole lot in my journey of meditating and things like that. I've realized that as we go through our journey, it's really easy for us to get overwhelmed. And when we get overwhelmed, our mind likes to latch on to whatever's overwhelming us and we'll run with that. But if we can take time to breathe and focus in on something that's present, that's right here with us right now and take our mind there, then it's a lot easier for us to have a different perspective on what's overwhelming us than getting so sucked up into it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think us being able to connect to where we are allows us to detach from the thought worms and the thought patterns in our mind that are what is the cause of that overwhelming in the first place. So, exactly. yeah, very, very, very dope. And I want to let everyone know, right, if there isn't one thing that you do from listening to this podcast, 
set those mindful moment reminders in your phone. Start with just one, a gentle reminder that vibrates at the time that you choose. And when it vibrates, you pause and you focus in on the here and now. You can go through the exercise that you just got taken through earlier today or from one of the other exercises that we've offered up to start the shows. But do that. All right. Refocus your energy on what matters most to you in that moment. Focus back in on your values. Focus back in on your goals and remember that you are enough. Regardless of what's happening outside of your control, you are enough. So be sure to set that mindful moment reminder in your phone today. Do it now. If you're driving, don't do that. But do it today and begin to incrementally strengthen your mindfulness muscle through that mindful moment reminder. All right. Now, before we dive into the topic for today's episode, which is we're actually going to offer you guys five healthy sleep hygiene habits. We've been talking about sleep all month. So now we're going to offer you five healthy habits that you can incorporate into your routine that will help you get the highest quality sleep possible. But before we do that, it is time for us to share with you how you can help us continue to grow this platform. So if you're listening to us on your favorite listening platform, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch more that we're on. So if I didn't say you, just know that we're still thinking about you. The best thing that you can do for us on those platforms is to leave us a review. All right. Leave us a review. Leave us a certain number of stars, whatever you see fit, based on the experience that you have had with our brand and write a comment about something that you appreciate about our show. That will help us continue to grow on all of the different listening platforms that we are on. Now, a way that you can not only support yourself as you continue to develop your sustainable self-care system, but also support our brand is by joining our Patreon community. On there, we are focused on equipping you with additional resources, right? Aside from what we offer up on this show, that will help you continue to develop your sustainable self-care system so you can feel good, you can function at your best, and you can be the best example possible for our next generation with whatever you choose to spend your time and energy doing. So visit our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash balance period, and you can see our membership options. Really want you to tap in there because it is taking what you hear here, what you hear here, one step further and equipping you with more tools, as I mentioned before. We also have a weekly newsletter, okay? This weekly newsletter starts off with a mindful moment. So right into your inbox every week, you have a way that you can focus your energy on the here and now, and you can take that practice with you all throughout the week. We also offer up additional resources that are tied directly to each episode of the podcast, and we also have opportunities on there for you from time to time to get discounts on things like Mindful Merch and some of the products and services that we offer, okay? So those are the other ways that you can support us aside from just listening and taking those actions that we mentioned before while you are listening to the show on a weekly basis. Now is the time to join a community of individuals on a mission to set the best example possible for our next generation of what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. By joining the Balance Period Patreon community, you get early ad-free access to every episode of the Balance Period podcast, weekly messages with resources to help you continue to develop your sustainable self-care system, and monthly challenges to help keep you accountable as you travel along this journey of incrementally improving your quality of life. Visit patreon.com 
forward slash balance period and select the membership option that works best for you. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash balance period. We look forward to seeing you inside. All right. So, Nick, are you ready to dive into this conversation about the five healthy sleep hygiene habits that we can begin to practice to incrementally improve our quality of sleep and develop our evening routine. Yep, let's get into it. All right. Before we start to talk about the five healthy sleep hygiene habits that we have for you today, we're going to talk a little bit about what sleep hygiene is. So in thinking about sleep hygiene, right, sleep hygiene refers to the healthy sleep habits that we practice. Good sleep hygiene is important because of how crucial it is, which we talk about all the time, of getting good sleep for our mental, physical, and emotional well-being and our overall quality of life as a whole. So one aspect of sleep hygiene, though, which we'll focus more on as we go into the month of February and we talk about our midday routine, but sleep hygiene isn't just the habits that you practice before you go to bed, even though that's what we're focusing on this month. Sleep hygiene also refers to the different behaviors that we do during the day that actually influence our quality of sleep at night. Okay, so keep that in mind. It's not just what we do before bed, even though that is very crucial, very important, and what we're focusing on this month. Okay, so that's what sleep hygiene is. It's just the habits that we practice that are designed to help us get high quality sleep, which is what we've been talking about this whole month. Nick, talk a little bit about your experience with learning more about sleep hygiene and how it has played a role in your evening routine. Man, I would just encourage everyone to be mindful of patience during that time because for me it was just a big trial and error that's something i talked about on many episodes of trying to figure out what the best routine for me is going to be what's going to be the most healthy for me to do for myself because i spent most of my time trying to do the same things everybody else would do and it didn't work for me and so what i've learned is that through patience and trial and error i'm able to cultivate the sleep routine that works for me yeah So let's go ahead and start to talk about these five habits that we want to highlight on today's episode. The first one is one that we talk about all the time, especially as it pertains to getting the highest quality sleep possible, and that is consistent sleep, okay? Going to bed and waking up at around the same times each day, regardless of if it's during the week or on the weekend. You're keeping that time that you go to bed and that time that you wake up consistent. And this is important for many reasons, but primarily the biggest thing is we all have an internal clock that is operating on a daily basis and it loves consistency. <laughs> it operates and, and it, it, it prompts our bodies to do the things that it needs to do to heal and recover at a much more efficient level when it is operating on a consistent schedule. So that's why it's so important to be mindful of the time you go to bed and the time you wake up. I know last episode we talked about the connection between your chronotype and these bed and wake times. So continue to use that as the the sounding board for these times that you choose to go to bed and wake up. Nick, talk a little bit about consistent sleep. I know for you it's a little bit different. You don't get consistent sleep. I don't. I'm not the example for traditional consistent sleep, but I will say I get consistent rest. Like that's the way that I look at it. So I'll give you an example. This week I had, what was it? Monday night. I didn't go to sleep Monday. Like from Monday to Tuesday, I didn't sleep. I was not tired. 
And I took a two-hour nap Tuesday and went to bed at like 8.30 the uh, last night. Or wait, nope, we're Thursday. So two nights ago, went to bed at like 8.30 p.m. And that works really well for me. See, for me, I realized that, yes, all everything that we talk about is perfect. Anybody can do anything that they want to do how they want to do it. I just choose to do my thing a different way that works for me. And that is to me in itself valuable because I'm able to understand and go through a journey of, well, I learn this way. I do things this way and I'm comfortable with that without having it to be validated by the outside world. And so I encourage everybody, even as you begin to create your sleep routine, figure out what works for you, because it might not be what's as traditional. Because I say for me, my story is like back when I was bodybuilding, I was 6 a.m. every day. And I would be sleep by 11 every day. And I did that for about three years till I eventually crashed and got burnt out of it. And that was just something I realized was like, well, what's something that I would do for long term? And that's how I started to come up with the so more more of a flow sleep schedule. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, with everything that we share, as Nick mentioned, we're not telling you to do anything. We're just offering you up resources that you can use to create what works best for you. So keep that in mind as you hear all of these sleep hygiene habits. That first one is consistent sleep. Last thing that I want to mention on that is that we generally need about seven to eight hours of being in bed to give our bodies enough time to do what it needs to do to heal and recover. Um, So keep that in mind. I know personally, I give myself eight hour chunk. I'm like, that's what I was able to look at what I needed to accomplish during the day. And to decide that, hey, if I give my body through trial and error eight hours, then that will give me enough energy so that I'm waking up feeling refreshed. I tried six hours. I wasn't waking up feeling refreshed. I tried seven and it was kind of hit or miss. So for me, I've eight worked perfectly. So I have continued to do that for about the last six or eight months now. So find what that what that amount of time you need is and then use that to set your bed and wake times as definitely has helped me a lot as I have gone through that process of developing consistent sleep for myself. All right. The second is starting your evening routine 30 to 60 minutes before bed. All right. Starting your evening routine 30 to 60 minutes before bed. Now, this is important because it is helping you stay in that rhythm. As I mentioned before, our bodies love to operate on a systematic schedule. And so if you're prompting yourself to start this evening routine, you are reminding yourself, hey, it's time to start getting ready for bed. Once your body gets into that flow, now your ability to fall asleep and stay asleep is going to increase because you're letting your body know it's time for bed. All right. So being sure to prompt yourself to begin whatever you decide your eating routine to be 30 to 60 minutes before bed. Now, earlier this month and all of this month, we've been talking about the value of keeping track of how you're spending that time for the last hour of the day. And so this is speaking directly to that, because once you start to do the same activities at around the same times each evening, that is what is going to develop that internal clock of yours to be like, okay, it's time for bed, let's go to bed. And that is what's going to help you get higher quality sleep as time progresses. Any notes that you want to make on that, Nick? No, I think you hit it. I would just say, and be creative. 
with yourself, like really deep, dig deep down and be like, what can best help me? I know for me, it is, I know 30 minutes before, an hour before bed is when I start my stretching and stuff, 30 minutes phone off. Cause I know if I get in bed with my phone on, that's a whole nother three hours. I'm going to be up and wake in bed on my phone. So now I cut it off because I realized that that works for me. So be creative with how you create your routine. For sure. Remember this is customizable. This is your routine. There's nobody else's, but yours. All right. Remember that. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Woo so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Woo 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, moving on to the third healthy sleep hygiene habit. And this is making sure that you are creating an environment to optimize your sleep. A cool, dark, quiet room is so important. Those are the three things that I do my best to create for myself. A cool, dark, quiet room. I don't have a TV in my room. I used to, but I decided to, well, technically, once we, my girlfriend and I moved, we really didn't have a space for it, so it actually worked out perfectly because we used to have one. Um, for me, keeping it dark, I can't necessarily control all of the light, but I wear a sleep mask. So that's help, that helps me keep it dark. And then, cool, we keep that fan on every night. So those are the three that help me the most. But there are a lot of different ways that you can optimize your sleep by getting a better quality mattress, uh, finding pillows that work better for you. Uh, but it's just making sure that you're creating an environment where you can get higher quality sleep because there's so many things that affect our sleep that we're not aware of. Even the small LED lights that are on in our rooms, our body recognizes that. It's designed to recognize that. So being mindful of your sleep environment is very important in helping you uh, develop this evening routine and helping you get the highest quality sleep possible. Any notes you want to make for that, Nick? Yeah, um, I would say and what he said is 100% right. Like I remember back when, because I don't have a TV in my bedroom either. Back when I used to, I would have to get up and manually unplug it at nighttime because that little light would be on and I could hear it. Like I could hear that consistent little hum and I would just be, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. And so now, like you said, I have no TV in my room whatsoever. And I encourage people to try that. Like I know like laying in bed with, with a TV on is something that I did as a kid, so something that I did growing up, but realizing the value of being able to just rest with yourself is something that I would say you would need to experience for yourself. For sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the fourth healthy sleep hygiene habit that we have for you. This one is to use your bed for only sleep and sex. That's it. That is going to help prompt yourself to stay focused on the task at hand, which is to get high quality sleep on a nightly basis. All right. So Nick, you have any comments for that? No, nah, that's on point right there. Like 
makes i used to even read in bed i stopped doing that like i try to keep as much away from my sleep time especially with how i do my sleep routine i can't afford to go out here and mess around and get three hours of sleep at some point knowing that i might be up longer the next day i'll end up sick like i did a week and a half ago and so i really have to be intentional on making sure that my sleep routine really is working for me in the most optimal way yeah agreed here are some of the activities that we commonly do in bed and that I have done before. I used to read, sometimes I would work, I talk on the phone, watch TV. Think about it though, right? If we're now laying in bed to try to go to bed, but our body is now recalling the conversation we had earlier when we were laying in bed, that's not helping us fall asleep and stay asleep, right? So remember, the key here is to only use your bed for two activities, sleep and sex. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, the last tip that we have for you, the fifth And final, now this isn't all the tips that are out there. These are just all the tips that we have for you today. If you join our Patreon community, we will be offering up additional tips there that you can continue to to use to develop your evening routine. But the fifth and final one that we have for you today is to manage stress before you go to bed. It is so important to figure out what you need to do in your mind to experience peace And to let go of the things that you experience during the day so you can allow your body to fall to sleep efficiently. Some people don't have a problem with this. Some people, as soon as their head hits the pillow, they are out. I am not one of those people. (laughs) If I feel like there's a lot of things that I didn't get done during that day or there's a lot of things I need to do the next day, best believe my mind is going to be thinking about them once I lay down. So there are a few ways that I know personally I manage stress before bed. One, I do stretch. That helps to just relieve physical stress that I might have been holding on to throughout the day. Another one that I do every night is listen to a sleep meditation. So going through the process of practicing mindfulness to ease myself off to sleep is what helps me not be thinking about the things that I was experiencing during the day Because I'm focused on the here and now and helping my body fall asleep and stay asleep throughout the night. But the one that has helped me multiple times, sometimes I've went and laid in bed and needed to get up because my mind was just racing. What I did was I went and journaled. So this can be something that you add to your evening routine, right? Journaling. If you feel like your mind is constantly racing as you're laying down, going and writing down, for me, it would help to write down all of the things that I felt like I needed to do. Because since it was on the paper and I could 
kind of set a plan the night before about how I can execute on those the next day, it wasn't in my mind. So it wasn't with me when I was laying down trying to put my body in the best position to fall and stay asleep. So, Nick, talk a little bit about managing stress before bed. Yeah, I'm glad you talked about something before you get in bed. So I'm going to talk about like when you are like it, maybe you don't want a journal and you're in bed and your mind's racing. This is something that I do. And so I used to do something called a thousand breaths a night, which I would do various breathing techniques that would end up to a thousand breaths. And normally I pass out by that point. But lately I've been doing a lot of Wim Hof breathing before bed. And that is just consistent deep breaths in and out. I do it through my nose and I literally do about 30 of those. Hold my breath and hold my breath again 30 of those hold my breath and hold my breath again what happens is when we lay down and focus in on breathing we get to activate our parasympathetic nervous system which is our rest and digest and once that is activated it makes it a lot easier to fall asleep because we're not in that fight or flight anymore another routine that i'll do is i will flex each muscle so i start at my feet i'll inhale and flex my feet, exhale and release, move up to my shins, my knees, my thighs, and move up my entire body. And by the time I get to my head, it's pretty much time to pass out about then. And so I think that adding these little breathing techniques, something that we have direct control over our body with or influence over our body with, is very beneficial when you're trying to build that consistent sleep and everything else we said on here and managing stress before bed. Gotcha. Yeah, agreed. There's a lot of things in life that we can't control. One of the things that we can is our breathing. So get good at it and use it to the best of your ability on a daily basis so that you can manage your stress, not only when you're going to bed, but even during the day, because we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about that next month. But all right. So those are the five sleep hygiene tips that we have for you today, right? The five healthy sleep hygiene habits. The first one is creating a consistent sleep schedule, going to bed and waking up at around the same times every day. The second is starting your evening routine 30 to 60 minutes before bed, right? Prompting your body and mind to get ready to fall asleep and stay asleep. The third is to optimize your sleep environment. Make sure it is quiet, make sure it is dark, and make sure it is cool. Fourth is to use your bed for only two activities, that's sleep and sex. And finally, manage your stress before you get in bed. All right, Nick, are there any final thoughts from what we discussed today that you want to leave everyone with? Yeah, have fun. I mean, we make things in life so serious. And I always say for what? Like, if we're going to be doing it, have fun. Like, this is a journey. This is something you literally get to create and experience for yourself. You have complete control over how you're going to do this. So make the most of it. Agreed. And for me, as always, we're unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow and develop your sustainable self-care system by incorporating some of the habits that you heard in today's episode into your evening routine. Remember, that's the first pillar of our sustainable self-care system. Get higher quality sleep. It's going to help you feel better. You're going to be able to function better and then incorporate all of the other habits that you find valuable into your life. So keep that in mind. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. Something Nick was talking about earlier in this episode. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself as you develop these routines that will help you live a happier, healthier, more wholehearted life. Remember, all you have to do in order to incrementally improve your quality of life is to get started and to continue to make progress. Right. Just keep 
going. So thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. Remember what we talked about earlier. There are several ways that you can help us continue to grow our platform from liking and subscribing and leaving comments to going ahead and leaving us a review on the various different ways you're listening to this show to joining our Patreon community or signing up for our weekly newsletter. Please interact with us. Let us know how we can help support you as you incrementally improve your quality of life. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Thank you all once again and enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.